Weirdly enough, it was part of his family. You see, his son was also a captain of a Spanish ship. But in 1563, that son's ship was lost at sea, somewhere off the coast of what would now be South Carolina. He made multiple requests to go search for his son, but the king refused. And then in 1565, Menendez was tasked with sailing to the coast of Florida to set up a colony there while also preventing the French from gaining a stronger foothold. Knowing it would also give him a chance to look for his son, Menendez agreed. So when the coast of Florida came into view on August 28th of 1565, it was a major victory for his mission. Menendez wanted to give the new settlement an auspicious name, and it just so happened that August 28th was known to Catholics as the Feast of St. Augustine. From that moment on, the settlement had a name. They weren't the first humans to live there on the coast of Florida, of course. Archaeologists can trace human settlement there back at least 15,000 years. So when Menendez and his 800 settlers came ashore, they were far from alone. In fact, the nearby Tumukua people numbered over 200,000 strong. But the arrival of Europeans changed that, mostly through the unintentional introduction of new types of disease. It's estimated that within the first 30 years of St. Augustine's settlement, over 75% of the Tumukua people were dead, thanks to smallpox and other deadly epidemics. As the decades passed by, St. Augustine grew, but it also found itself in a constant tug-of-war battle with the French and the English. Keep in mind, St. Augustine's founding in 1565 makes it the oldest continually occupied settlement of European origin in the New World, and that means that it was always there, an object of desire for any superpower looking to take control of Florida and the southeast of North America. And it should go without saying that because it was Spanish in origin, it was also deeply Catholic, while the French settlers to the north, as well as later English invaders, were all Protestants. And in the late 1500s, that religious divide between Catholic and Protestant was one that inspired a lot of competition and hatred and spilled more than its fair share of blood. By 1821, though, after bouncing from Spanish hands to the British and then back again, the United States acquired the eastern portion of Florida in a deal with Spain and quickly began to absorb other parts of the region. And finally, in 1845, Florida became a state in the Union. But that didn't mean the road ahead was smooth. In fact, it was paved with the horrible treatment of former enslaved peoples and conflict with the local Native American peoples. And no story captures that struggle more than the tale of Osceola. Chief Osceola was actually born Billy Powell in the territory that became the state of Alabama. While his heritage was mixed, his mother was Muscogee Creek and raised him in that tradition. But sometime during his childhood, he and others migrated to Florida, and over time he became part of a movement within his people known as the Red Sticks. The name came from the two-foot-long war clubs that were used in battle by the Creek, and as a group, they had war in their hearts. While their larger mission was a lot more complex, the Red Sticks basically focused primarily on resisting the European-American invasion of their lands and 